The Fledge and Big T Podcast. Real life, real issues with real men. New show uploaded every Monday and Friday. Two middle-aged family men with two middle-class wives and a lot of children talking openly. Basically, man therapy. If you're easily offended, do not listen. Or, if easily offended, do listen. Learn something and get over yourself. Open, honest, hilarious, truthful, amazing, great guys, handsome, humble, two sizzling hot guys. So come along and join the two new kings of podcasting. From special guests to special needs, Shane the Big T puts the T in truth. And Flidge puts the F in Catalan. Uncensored, unapologetic, and uncompromising. With laughter, tears, life stories, and diabetes. This is the Flidge and Big T Podcast. Kubu Radio. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? <laughs> Why do you do faces that don't work? I did. Yeah, the noises happened. You've, the, the, <laughs> it just sounds he, like you pushed that far. Has he just like <laughs> accidentally like, is he, is he having a stroke life on it? <laughs> Uh, and this fridge laughing at that. No one will ever know. <laughs> the face drops. Uh, what was it? Think smart. It was think smart. Think I, fast. Geez, think fast. Say that. Face. I, I had a stroke. Ass. I, I had Stomach a... and tits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a stroke. Um, did you? When did I have a stroke? <clears throat> Years ago now. But um, Rachel saw it and I didn't know. And she, she did act fast and I did, apart from speech, believe it or not. And... Uh, some of the effects on me blinking and jaw things I said I've come out alright <laughs> also S don't stand for stomach no no, no. I think it, I think well, I can't remember what it was face I, 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 I know that I speech couldn't lift, I couldn't lift my arms up my speech was slurring my face had slanted a little bit were you at a concert <laughs> I was just because that's what the advert is advertising yeah I don't know I was just thinking maybe, I don't know the thing is though I'd, in my head well, I just had a dodgy curry so I was thinking is this it <laughs> You know when you go, oh, life's life, and when it happens, and then you get a pain in your chest, and you're like, Lord, Lord, I take it all back. I'm going to go running every morning, Lord. I'm reading my Bible every day. I'm going to pray to you. Just keep me alive. And then see this massive burp, and you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not really sure about religion. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> Oh, oh, thanks for that one. Oh, oh, that woke me up. Keep, keep me, keep me married together, Lord. I'll, I'll, I'll work better at it. Cool. Look at her; she's fit. <laughs> look at that girl walking across the road there. Did she spray them trousers on? Oh, she puts her dinner on your lap, and that night in bed, you're like, "I love you so much." And the next morning, because you're hungry, you're a cow. Get out. <laughs> Rachel's probably the best she's the best things ever happened to me she's like I'd, I'd like die for her I'd love her so much and then she'll just give me a look and I think Joe, you know I couldn't care if you walked out that door now <laughs> just a look you know that I'm giving me life to her and suddenly like just just a <laughs> I turn into no, like a meerkat the way it kind of goes up on its end and spins around <laughs> yeah. that's me when I'm like we, we end an argument she walks out and I can hear a mumble I'm like what <laughs> you're not getting the last word <laughs> <hell> bag. <laughs> I've actually done that where I've gone whatever and she walked away and as she says no 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 walked out I've literally my breath gone and sat there all smiley like yeah I got the last one no in full she's in the kitchen slagging me right off she's got the she's she's proper on one 
Have you ever got to that point where you're like, I would, I would give her a good kick in? <laughs> See, Bill Burr said this. Bill Burr said that, like, when people go, you know, um, there's never, there's never a reason why you should hit a woman. But like, if she's like beating him, me, like him, I could generally, I could right now, like Bill Burr, on the top of my head, give you twenty five reasons why I could go out and punch Rachel in the face. Yeah, but doesn't mean you would. No, but you but, could. But saying, but saying that there's no reason to yeah. hit a woman is a. Lie. Let's make it clear. You're just arguing the sentence. There's no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not saying that you think you should. No, no. No. I'm just helping you out there for legal, <laughs> no. legal reasons. I don't think you should hit a woman. Of course, I mean I'm contractually obliged <laughs> to keep my partner out of prison. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you shouldn't hit a woman. Absolutely, don't you, scumbag? If you do, but if you said to me I wanted to, I'd be like, yeah, I wanted to too. I've met your wife. I want to punch her in the face. <laughs> Can you just explain to everyone what you're wearing? No, Play. I'm like I'm wearing a um, a vest. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a what would you call it a vest teal oh teal yeah colour teal teal vest saying hang on saying Miami Florida in 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 luminous pink writing and what can only be described as the bloke that leads gay pride on in London (laughs) honestly if you had a bit of glitter under your eyes I'd call you well I'm sure gays have normal names I'm wearing it well two reasons one because I'm I'm fashionable (laughs) more fashionable than you Right. I'll let you have it if you think that's fashion I'm happy to be unfashionable and second of all because um, I was at the gym you've got to remember with me and my clothes there's one rule Yeah, if it fits by it yeah but your rule's the same as me if if you put a t-shirt on you lift your hand up to wave and don't show and your belly it doesn't show your belly you know you've won you, yeah exactly that's the t-shirt for me I actually don't go in now and look in mirrors I put t-shirts on just put my hands in the air and if I can't see my own belly button I picture myself taking something off the top shelf in Tesco's yeah. without embarrassing the old woman getting the beans yeah. off the bottom shelf or bending something down at the bottom shelf and not showing me ass to the world oh well that's harder for me yeah because tracksuit bottoms and me don't <laughs> get on I at the river. I'm trying to see what you're wearing. Shorts, <laughs> the, the the classic casual shorts or or tracksuit bottoms with a, a a kind of polo shirt or shirt. Yeah, that's what I've got. That's all I've got. And I've got my I've got my shirt and trousers. If I'm going to an interview or court, of course. Yeah, obviously. Right, interview. Could be court. Could be court. Took a long old time getting my car registered over here. Could be going to court. Did you? Honestly, I only sent it off today. Finally, I had all the paperwork. Yeah, but you didn't know. Plead no, ignorance. I didn't know. I didn't ple- I'm going to plead genuine ignorance. In case any police are listening, he knew. <coughs> I didn't. That's a thing. <laughs> no, you didn't. Because Irish law is just retarded. It's lots, there's lots of things that when we got here that we thought we had to do that we didn't have to do. And loads of things that they were like, oh, just leave it. That they were going, why didn't you do that the day you arrived? Well, uh, uh, let me try to... Right, so we were doing this form. I can't remember what the form was for. And on one page it said... If you have a job, please tick yes or no. So tick yes. Now give details. You give the details. And on the page after it said, if you work, you're not eligible. So basically you're like, well, now I've got to get another form and just tick no. So what you're doing is you're making me lie. <laughs> <laughs> why not Can't just... scrap the form and say this Why not just me? let you but why fill you, it in? But why are you not scrapping the form going, well, this form clearly isn't what I'm entitled to, instead of going, hang on a minute, I'm not entitled to this. No, no, no. What I need no, to do no. is lie about it. was it. about our PPS numbers. Oh, okay, yeah. Which everyone needs. Yeah, of course you do. But they said you need one of the 20 reasons to have one. And when I said, can I see the list of 20 reasons, they said, you have to tell us the reason or we'll tell you if it's on the list. I'm like, so is there a list? Or are you just making it? It was so confusing. They don't show you the list, did they? No. Well, there's actually, when I lived in Guernsey, 
we had to ch- I had to get another national insurance number and I'm pretty sure that was a PPS number um, but you only get one across Europe so yeah. Rachel said to me the other day, I was telling her about it because I was talking about going back and doing some filming there um, and um, and I went to, she went to me oh how does that work tax wise and I was like oh you know I said but when, I, when I lived there I got a PPS number she went yeah but you got a PPS number when you came here so now I'm thinking did, have I got two PPS numbers and if I have should I have I've never been told. Yeah, exactly. This should is I, what I'm trying should to find Should I have always been using the Guernsey one when I came to Ireland? She said, oh, I've already got one of those. Here's my Guernsey one. Yeah. Or is that not... Because it definitely, definitely had to not use my... If it's, if it's called a PPS in Guernsey, then it'll be the same as the Irish system. Yeah, it's got to be. Otherwise, really. it'll be called National Insurance. If only there was some kind of device we could just like search on right now I know what you're thinking Google <laughs> I love a bit of Google but when I had to transfer the residence of my car typing in simple questions like where do I send my transfer of residence forms mm. it can't tell you all it says is go to your local intro centre but I haven't got one where I am there's mm. four no, that no, are no. equidistant from me I rung all four and they all said each other was the place I sent it to oh. so in the end I've just sent it to one and I hope they just internally move it it makes you think they did it on purpose doesn't it yeah they make you go round and round in circles absolutely ridiculous what do you think about this yeah I was talking to a friend of mine earlier this week and she was talking about friend. I, won't, I, won't, I won't give you her name and uh she she was talking about like um, housing and stuff and she was like oh, asking about where I live in Ireland and all the best of it and we're just talking about different things and she's got four children right now one of them is disabled yep I think maybe another one has might have difficulties as well but anyway there um so she's in this house and she was talking about and I said oh so how does the rooms and that happen and she's like oh you know she goes, and I said how many children do you have and what age she goes oh well, I've got two girls two boys Oh, I said, that's easy enough. Stick the two girls in together, the boys yeah. in together and that. And she went, oh, no, no, I've, I stick the youngest three in together and the older one has their own room because she's a lot older. I yeah. went, oh, okay, fair enough. And I said, um, I said, I said like, how does that work? She went, well, you know, and, uh, uh, and, I, and I just sleep on the couch. And I went, what do you mean you sleep on the couch? And she went, well, it's only a two-bedroom house. And I went, well, it's a council house, isn't it? And she went, yeah, yeah, it's a council house, but that's what they give me. I said, but surely you've kind of like, gone to him and said I've got four children and one of them's disabled the other one's ages are different like I need more than a two bedroom house because I'm on the couch and uh, no 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 that's what she's entitled to that's what she's having mm. well you, I've got five and we had four boys in one room because we gave our daughter our oldest daughter the, the room on her own mm. and when I put myself on the list their words to me because I went in and this is Maidstone Borough Council in England I'll say this I went into the place above the Checkers Centre and uh, <coughs> or the Checkers bus station should I say and I said no, this is my predicament she said honestly sir we're going to put people above you every time she said because you work because I didn't yeah. understand like my code was like AF or AC yeah. and I went what does this mean she went well basically it means to us at a glance we look at it and go you, you work and pay your full rent so you're not a priority to move and I'm like oh okay so if all of a sudden one of my children becomes disabled or I lose my job or I turn foreign then you'll give me an house <laughs> And she's like, well, not in, not in so many words, sir, but Who if a change... That? And I was like, just you know, admit it. You know, I was homeless for nine months, right? And um, years and years, when I was like 22, 23 or something. Um, and 
I used to go to the council office or housing office, wherever it was, every day. I was told if I had to go every day, register being homeless, and then eventually they'll give you somewhere. And every day I had to go in in the morning, fill out a form or fill out, sign my name to say I was there. And then I had to go back at five o'clock in Maidstone to then sign to say that I was still on the streets. And then that would then give me a place in Sittingbourne for a night shower. But the last entry into it was half six. So I had to walk from Mateson to Sittingbourne in half an hour or I wasn't allowed in, which is impossible to do. Yeah. Um, so it, it was, and I, and I remember this guy kept going to me all the time, talking to me. He's going, look, we will find you somewhere. We will find you. It annoyed me because he was foreign. But he was like, we will find you somewhere. We'll find you somewhere. And then one day he just came out and he goes, I've got to be honest with you. He goes like, my manager's actually told me if you're in the foyer again today, I'm to call the police. I said, but you told me I had to come every day. He went, yeah, but like most people don't. And I was like, but I'm here now. Anyway, he, he, his manager pulled me into the back, had a go at me for being there, and then went, look, get this through your head. And this is his exact words. He said, you're young, you're healthy, you're English. He said, you're straight. And he goes, and you're white. He said, there's nothing I can give to you. You're not in any minority. Really? And that was it. And he kicked me out. Wow. And that was truthful what happened. <clears throat> And then I was moved on the next day when I showed oh, up. Oh, Rule Britannia. <laughs> the police showed up and sent me on. Bloody hell. No, it's unreal. Unreal. Do you think sometimes it'd be better if we just got on a boat over to France and went into that little camp that were holding all the Kosovans? <laughs> just go over there and just... And go, yeah, you're going my way, I might as well come over here. Or go over there for a bit and then just come back with them. And they'll put you in an house. They'll put you somewhere, hopefully. Just come over saying some of the words you've heard. A friend of mine's brother worked at that port of control where they all come in and he's like, nah, you t- you having a go about them, but some of the stories... Well, no, I've heard the stories. I don't believe them. Nah, but some of the stories will break your heart. Well, of course they would. They're not going to come over and say it's a good laugh. No, and, he's like, and he's like, no, 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 but honestly, though, some of the stories I've, I've heard... And I'm like, yeah, I understand. You've heard loads of stories. I get it. I don't believe them. Yeah. Or not all of them. Not There's got to be some genuine in there. Well, of course there's genuine ones. But nah, it doesn't work for me. Doesn't that's why the that's why the UK voted out. And now, when you watch TV programs, let's let's say Mot the Week or whatever, and they're they're all predominantly kind of they wanted to stay in the EU, yeah. obviously by the way they. And I'm like, but if that's such a big thing, you should be getting people on that are pro Brexit and pro, mm. uh, you know, leave and remain because the argument, even in joking sense, should be balanced. Yeah, it should now be. I, you know we're out now so we've got to deal with the consequences even if we'd have stayed in we would have stayed in it wouldn't have bothered me either way and I don't think after all the hype being out is going to change much no. not on the day to day things right but I don't like the fact that now only people that voted out are looked at as racist yeah when actually people were you know like back it during the war let's say the war right people went to war and they were proud to go and fight for their country mm. but they were shooting at people that were <coughs> proudly fighting for theirs Forget Hitler. Not everybody in the, not every German in the trenches was pro Hitler. They no. were going to war because they were told to go to yeah. war, right? But there was people here that stayed behind and went conscientious objectors that said, "I don't want to go to war," and they were seen as wimps. And you're like, "Well, no, surely they." It's the same as leave and remain. You got the people that want to do one thing, people yeah. want to do the other, and we saw it as a battle with the EU, as in we didn't want to be governed by them anymore, right? And for right or for wrong, we voted out. End yeah. of. We've both got to get over that ourselves. The whole country's got to get over that. But what annoys me now is it's only ever seen as elders are uh, 
anti-gay and anti-black anti-muslim racist and yeah. you're like no not every i mean there are i mean there are going to be a majority yeah of of those people that would Everyone have voted out but i know that rachel she had a really good friend who was from portugal and um and she used to do this house group and women's group and stuff with her all the time they're really good friends they went you know traveled around a bit of pieces together and they, they met up every week and um Rachel was asked, "Oh, had you have been had you have been in England at the time of voting, what would you have gone for?" And Rachel said, "Actually, um, someone that comes from a place where there was a lot of kind of immigrants that came in at the time of like in Ashford and all the rest of it with all the customs. That's and, where they put all the customs in Ashford and all yeah. the rest of it. Uh, you know, I saw the struggle it had, and she's actually being in this system and being working in that environment and stuff." Basically, she had her reasons where she she said I would be an out. That that's where I would. That's probably where I would have voted. I would have voted out. And her friend from Portugal was like, "What do you mean? Of course, like I never saw you as being like that." And Rachel's like, "That's because you're Portuguese, taking all the kind of like joys of being in England and and For Ireland free. and stuff." Yeah, like for you, it's great. Like you going to England and getting all the benefits of England. Um, it's and great. by benefits, you mean the life, not the actual oh, no, no, benefits. No, 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 yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, getting get yeah. the life and, and all the bits and she pieces. She benefited and, from being and in England. And the opportunities yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you get all that. But, the, you know, but the English people aren't getting the benefits of living in England anymore. They're getting any opposite. And, like, their friendship broke down. Yeah. Like, still to this day, like, they're, they're not... I mean, they, they say hello and stuff, but no, 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 no real friendship anymore. Sad, isn't it? It is. It really is sad. No. People just made that decision. Yeah and went with it and whether it's the right or the wrong one which maybe economically it's the wrong one mm. um, but you don't stay in getting told what to do by a central European court when actually you want to because our rules our laws are able to be overruled by them on certain levels you mm. know and you're like that's wrong our, our word in our country should be final so unfortunately it made the people go damn it I'm going to vote out just because yeah. I'm sick of it but then everyone's gone oh you're racist it actually wasn't about race for a, a large number of people that voted no, out I don't think it, it wasn't was. it was about economics the yeah. bureaucrats quality of life yeah just the it basic just, things yep at the end of the day you know and I know do you remember as a kid you used to hear all these rules oh the European Union have said we can't mow our grass on Sundays you can't <laughs> wash your car on a Saturday and people believed all that crap yeah and that was unfortunate you know the the newspapers twisting what was happening yeah. um, because you can mow your grass whenever you want but they did do a lot of things where it affected us and I don't think that's right mm. so I actually don't see a problem with now we're out we've got to deal with it Stop crying about it. Let's make it the best we can. I mean, it's not going to help with Boris Johnson being in charge <laughs> and Jeremy Twat. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know which one. <clears throat> I, if you've got to send someone out into the the, the worldwide stage as a leader, yeah. probably Jeremy Hunt is the better option. Yeah, but I think Bojo will probably Bojo. I've not heard that. That's what they call him, Bojo. Boris Bojo. Johnson. Um, I think that I think he'll be stronger as a character yeah. but my word he does look like someone's hand puppet doesn't he <laughs> yeah have you seen the Australian um, voting forms no? where you have to it's like a massive 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 sheet of paper and you have to rate do a rating system on who you like and you have really? it's mandatory to uh, you have to you have to vote you can't not vote everyone in Australia has to vote and they, they can't don't just go tick that's the bloke I like you have to do some kind of rating system on every person 
Well, then I'm not being rude to the Australians. You're going to go in there, and if you if you're someone that doesn't want to vote, but you've got to by law, yeah. you're going to go in there and tick all the wrong things just to wind up their statistics. Sure, you're going to do same with it, aren't you? Of course you are. So that's just ridiculous. Do they really think making them do it actually? It would be easier to say 80% of people voted, and this is the statistics, yeah. 20%, 20% of people decided not to vote. Because that 80% that voted will probably tick the proper boxes, and you'd get a proper outcome. Whereas now, you're making all 100% people vote, they're literally going to go in there and tick everything. Of course you are. Uh, got a phone call from Lamley earlier today, which was lovely. It was nice, wasn't it? A few people have been messaging me and, and kind of like saying they're really enjoying the show, and it's lovely. I know I've had a lot of that. And my sister on Where Facebook telling me, you, you I, I'm going to do a shout out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to, because I'm just going to say Is thank you to Caroline for uh, giving me some good comments. Then I'm going to have to do one. Yeah, of course you are. So, Caroline, thank you for all your comments. Thank you. <laughs> Andy Woodman. Yeah. He's brilliant. I Mr. Love, love Lollies. <laughs> he's brilliant. <laughs> he's, I love his comments because he's just so genuine with it. Same as Lamley. Like people just generally ringing up, you know, and just give it, giving all their support like Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barry, I know you are going to be listening um, and, and I hope that picked that up. I hope you are listening. Say hello to Barry. I hope you heard my, uh, sh- my little story about you the oh, other day. I'll edit it. My most influential person. I'll edit it out. <laughs> Don't be a git. If you, Shane, were a bus driver, I take it this is coming off the fact that I spoke about me and being a bus driver. Being a bus driver, yeah. What kind of bus driver would you be? I would say not a very good one. Because <laughs> you can't drive. <laughs> I couldn't drive a bus. No, I think... <clears throat> thing is, though, like, I've always... When I have worked jobs, like normal jobs, I like jobs... Every now and then. No, but yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like working... I love, like... <laughs> Let's edit it there. <laughs> No. I've always worked in the background. Like when I worked in the opticians, I did lab. Te- um, I was a lab technician, so I was in the background. I was like making the glasses, making the lenses, and doing all that kind of stuff. When I was working as a chef, I was working in the kitchens and all the rest of it. So like the staff would come in, the waiter staff would come in, and they'd be like, "Oh, this bloke's being a right knobhead," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, all right, deal with it." And very few times I had to go out and actually say, "Just like get your coat on and leave. I can't even be asked with you." And like throw people out of the restaurants, but I never went out and was like, "Oh, what's wrong, sir? How's things?" I'm always like, "Just knob off. I ain't got the time for you." Surely, then that's not customer service. No, exactly. And it's the same as although I did have to train up to level four in customer service in, in but in the opticians, I never, I dealt with a few people face to face, obviously, but like most of the time it wasn't. It was the staff coming in saying, "This person wants this. This person wants that," and I'll check for them. Or I'd, I, I never dealt with people face to face, and um, so I've always had jobs where. I've been very much in the public eye, but never had to deal one-on-one. So the idea of sitting on a bus, like driving people places, lovely. If they got on the bus, if there was like a, where there was no money involved, it was literally just a tap and go. And they walked in, just tapped their thing and sat down. And I just drove and I just stopped at every stop and they got off and got on. I'd be right at that. Yeah. But if I have to start like talking to people and dealing with people one-to-one basis, I just like, I wouldn't I'd hate it really yeah, I'm a, see I, that was the bit I did like see this is it's really strange because I love like I love talking to people if I was out and about now and people stop me love it chat away have a laugh that's the way it's me but I'm still very much recluse as well like there's nothing I love more if, if I like the ones with music and stuff like that I'd go out and I'd be in like 
venues of like seven or eight thousand people and i'd be on stage doing bits and pieces and i'd come off that doing that for like four or five weeks get back home come like here into into like the countryside and just and because i'd be like on my own with the family away from all that i was really really happy but i loved doing it at the time of doing it but i love also just see i loved interacting with people and even like one of the one of the many funniest moments I remember was that we used to have this, this I call her a character, her name. I don't actually know her name, but she was known as <laughs> Pissy Brenda. <laughs> right? It's a true story. And if anyone remembers the part, would bus. Anyway, I remember... I travelled a few times. I used to like stand on the bus and we used to chat. We used to do this, basically, standing on a bus. Yeah. It was funny, wasn't it? It was a laugh. It was. Right, so Pissy Brenda, she used to get on and within five minutes of being on she'd pissed herself on the seat and they were those kind of seats that soaked every it up every time she every got time. on every, every time she got yeah, on yeah she was she, she was um, special like, not special needs but she was like um, what do you you know um, skank no yeah like just a little bit of the thicker end of life alright you know yeah. she was a nice old pick. lady that yeah she was say that kind of stuff yeah anyway she was a bit of a character in Parkwood anyway she used to get on and then everyone used to be sitting there going oh Brenda you've pissed again she, and she'd sit there going <laughs> she didn't care but what it, what it meant to a driver let oh, me tell you is, though, wouldn't you love to, I know it's cruel but I'd, wouldn't you love to be one of those kind of people in life that if you just like pissed yourself and people went oh what have you done you'd be like yeah I've done it well the thing is <laughs> I, yeah, don't, right. I don't think I'd want to be one of them people yeah that was me that's, it's a sad truth but she was she was a guaranteed missing of a journey because as soon as she pisses <laughs> you, you, get, you get to town you go no I'm out of service now and you drive around to the inspector and go Brenda's been on he'll be like driving up to the depot and you know and then you get to the depot and you'd show your um, card to the, the inspector up there and he'd be like oh you'll have to drive straight to Parkwood for your next one so you're like I've been I haven't been picking up passengers for 45 minutes <laughs> and I'm getting paid good old pissy Brenda but there was this one fella do you not remember the fella um, it was 11th of September 11th of November and it, <laughs> 11th of September oh yeah he had a beard wasn't he? <laughs> a Sama <laughs> no 11th of November and it was Armistice Day so I'm on the 85 going around Seneca I remember this yeah so I pulled over on Woolly Road and I said oh like ladies and gentlemen I'm just gonna stop for two minutes I'll, I'll let you know when it strikes 11 o'clock anyway it goes 11 o'clock I was I, on this bus yeah and I said right and we sat there quietly 30 seconds goes by and you've heard this why ain't he moving <laughs> and you can hear like a woman going it's the armistice two, two minutes silence <laughs> what the fuck he moved the bus you want to get your tear <laughs> and, <laughs> right? so the two minutes is over and I'm fuming so I put away I said thank you ladies and gentlemen I'll get into town and it's that packed 9.30 bus where all the old biddies have got out all the wobblies have come out to <laughs> stick their, their card on the thing and um, I, I just wouldn't open the door and it like like everyone's like pushing up to the door and it's getting proper packed I went I'd just like to say to everyone for that grumpy bastard that stopped <laughs> me having my two minutes silence and then he as he came out he went it was me and I went if you weren't so fucking young I'd punch you but what but what gets me though Shane is he this was what 2002 three yeah right and he was in his 80s I know so we'd fought in the war no I know so he didn't even care about all his brothers. Oh, I, remember you, I, remember, I remember you pulled the poppy off and you went, you don't deserve to wear it. He's a lob. 
if I can, if I can respect it, oh, but I don't know. What's he from the fucking bash for? Frick. Do you remember that old guy that got on and he, he jumped on, like we, I was standing next to him. Yes. He like, literally skipped off the step onto the bus, did a spin like he was some kind of... Hello! Player, he was proper eccentric. And he went, yeah, and he went, hi, guess how old I am? And I was like, don't know, and he went, 85. I know. And we were like, 85? That again was on the Parkwood and people listening will know who he is because he's the fella that I used to call the colonel growing up at Parkwood because he always wears like a suit and like a lapel and he's got a tash. But he goes up Partwood recreational ground and he flies remote control planes. He's a bit eccentric. I think he's a bit gone. Yeah, he got on it. He was gone as sprightly as anything. No, ridiculous. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Well, I used to, when I worked in the opticians, we had this old woman coming one time. You're going to remember who it was, old back. And she came in and we tested her eyes and she came to me. She's like, I want, I want my glasses made, a new pair. And, all right. and on the sheet of form I had in it said, right eye. <laughs> I was to basically black out the lens. Oh, I know. <laughs> and completely, it wasn't just dying out the lens. It was actually like scratching it up so you couldn't see out or into the lens. And I was like, oh, why is that? And I looked up and it was just this one-eyed black hole of a woman. Right. And I was like, okay. And I remember looking at her and she was like, I've got to catch the bus. How long is it going to be? And I was going, please, please, please. Because I know Flidge and I know how screamish she is. Yeah. Please let this be Fridge's bus that she gets on. I made her the glasses so she could make that bus. And right. it was. It was. Let me tell you. Because you she, could take over when she, she got she, on. She got on my bus <laughs> and it was a horrible rainy day. Yes. And this is God's honest truth. So I, I've just like, as you take the money off one person, you're looking down, putting it in your little tray. Then you look up to the next person. So <laughs> I've looked up and I've naturally said to her, oh, do you need a tissue for your glasses? Because I thought it had steamed up in the rain. <laughs> And she literally, without a ha- like, she didn't even give me a second. She just got her glasses, lifted it up, and at the same si- time said, I don't need it, love, I haven't got an eye. And there was just a black hole in her head. Oh, I couldn't eat my sandwiches that day. After, honestly, trying to drive after that, my leg was weak on the, on the accelerator. I felt so sick. She's just shown me inside her head. Yeah. Oh, the cheeky bitch. Could she not have said, don't worry, love, I've, I've got no eye? A woman that used to be in gala, and she used to have a picture of her dead husband. On, like, oh, when oh. I say dead husband, I don't mean like her husband had died, and she had an old picture of him that she used to like. I mean... He was in was, the coffin. It was a picture of him in the coffin yeah. that she used to put an A4 size picture of her. And she used to sit on the bus and show people, this is my husband. Yeah, isn't that sad, though? Because do you remember oh. when I worked there for a, all of a month Thanks. until they sacked me, right? But I had to buy cycling shorts because because it was an old cinema and it had like the the, the floor was sloped. Mm. I had to like walk up and down with all that change. I literally chafed my thighs. <laughs> but do you remember those cycling shorts are lovely to wear? Do you remember why I got done though? Why you got why done, I got dragged you? into the office? No. Do you not? Have I never told you this story? No. I, there's a few stories like that. Last time we spoke about when you pooed on the bus. Yeah. I'd never heard that story because that's not something you want to share. No, I know, but you 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 would have told me it. No, I didn't. I held that back even when Lamley rang me and say went, you don't want to share I won't, I, won't, I won't tell you privately but I'm going to tell the world no, no but at the time like it was so embarrassing I literally wiped it from my memory <laughs> because it was just mind, so- hang on that brings up a, a really interesting point you had a poo on the top of the bus you had nothing to poo into what, what did you wipe your bum with with my high vis <laughs> 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 it gets better 
<laughs> and, and I said, and what I did is I threw that in the bin outside. <laughs> and, then, and then what I said to them at the depot was, he, you know, he crapped his trousers, so I had to give him my high vis to wrap round. That, that was genuine truth. I said, but he wrapped round my, but actually wrapped my ass and my high vis. <laughs> Right, anyway, what was we saying? That's done, mate. While while you were fired from Gala. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, I was was walking around and these two young girls (laughs) go, oh, sorry, we don't know how to play, blah, blah, blah. So, I went, oh, you do this, you do this, you do this. But why I was doing that, in the little games in the interims, the board games... um, this woman was waving her tenner but, it, but she was a foot away from me oh they do that so instead of her going darling can I have ten so what she was doing she was waving it so Michael that was calling out the numbers actually went Rob turn around there's a lady that wants change so I turned around and went oh, I'm so sorry I was just explaining the game to them and she went she went hurry up and give me my money you fucking wanker and I went oh, right yeah, with I that language I, I, I said you're not getting out. any money so I walked away from her fair play <clears throat> anyway her board it's just a job you don't you, no one should ever be abused at work no. or for anything it's just a job right one some of the most annoying people are, are, are doctors receptionists because they think they're doctors yeah but yet there's things all around their little window going if you say anything we can refuse blah blah oh, blah no. so you have to put up with them going mr foley your appointment for genital warts is ready you know that kind of they can take whatever <laughs> they want they think they're doctors right <laughs> Anyway, so this woman had a big old go at me in gala, so I said, well, you're not having any money now, and I walked away. Later on, I got dragged in the office. They went, no, you're on your probation. This is it. You know, you can't talk to customers like that. I said, but it wasn't actually horrible to her. I just said, don't talk to me. Like, anyway, yeah. they got rid. So out I went. Didn't mind the job was crap, because that was back when people could smoke, and I stunk us facts yeah, every day. So I didn't mind that. Out I went. Years later, <laughs> I, but so I have to give a bit of a story. Years before, I was at college with a girl called Kelly, all right. Then years later, after I'd said this to this woman and I got sacked, and I'm talking about three, four years later, me and my wife are in Paul Simon Curtain Superstore on London Road, and we're buying some curtains, and Kelly's in there. And I went, hello, Kel, how are you? And she's like, you know, and I went, what, what's up with you? And, and anyway, she was like, oh, busy. And I thought, fair enough. Anyway, as we were walking out the shop, she came up to me and she went, you're really out of order. I hate you. And honestly, I'm standing there going... She said it to you? Yeah. All right. Anyway, and I said, what's all this about? And she went, you killed my nan. I went, pardon what? me? Anyway, it transpires <laughs> that that woman, that woman that I refused to give a tenner to because she called me this, that and the other... Right. ...was her nan. Yeah. And she was actually dying of cancer... Right. And she was going to bingo every day because she loved her bingo. So because I refused her to, to swap her tenner up into £10 coins, and because she missed out on a game, she went home that day, heartbroken. What? And, and I'm like, I didn't want to be horrible, but I'm like, I'm sure the cancer killed her before I did. I mean, God, God rest her, I don't mean any harm, but I refused her that tenner because she t- spoke to me like a bit of crap. But yeah, I killed her nan. It makes so much sense now. She's, <coughs> she's friends with me and she won't listen to the show. I thought, what have I done? It's you. Nan no. killer sitting on the other end of your mouth. Mate, don't say that. that was, <laughs> it's not a nice thing to be called. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I didn't do anything wrong apart from That's refuse. Yes. And it was all twisted. Apparently, she went home and said that I called her this, that, and the other. All uh, I said was, well, you're not well, getting... Well, you didn't. So no, didn't. I didn't. No, so what I know I didn't because I wouldn't have done because I was working I still try to respect her even though she was being a rude customer I know it's customer service I, I remember I got done one time there was, I was working on the um, diner part of it and there was a woman there that had Parkinson's 
so my wife works like with kind of people with Alzheimer's and all the rest of it and, and elderly people and some of them have Parkinson's and, and my, we had a really old neighbour called Fred who had Parkinson's as well right it's a horrible horrible disease and actually a dear friend of ours now has got a disease which is not Parkinson's but it's the effect of Parkinson's horrible 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 thing but this woman come down and like she was one of these women that used her illness for everything do you know what I mean? She was, she was, she was in the bingo and that, and she like she'd make you run this way. And well, I can't go. I got this. I can't. I shake, and you're like, yeah, I get it. But like, there's a woman down there who's got it really badly, and she still gets up. And but you know, there's things like there was an old guy that couldn't hold a cup, so we had like a beaker for him yeah. and stuff, and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're not you're kind of we we cater for everyone. This woman kept coming down. She kept ordering food, but then she kept going. Don't want that. Where Scott? Where Scott? Don't want this. And, she, and <laughs> Just went, being annoying. And one day I just got really fed up and I just went, look, we have everything. Anything you need, we, we can cater for any need. And she literally held up her hand, which was shaking. And she held a shaky hand up and she went, got any ink with this? And I went, which I regret, <laughs> I went, I can get you a tambourine. <laughs> and, she, and, she, and she walked out. And I went, no, I was out of order there. So I went to find her, couldn't find her. Still, if you're listening... <laughs> I'm sorry. You've been listening to the Flidge and Big T Podcast. Broadcasting live around the world. Around the world. To listen to more podcasts and to see what else they're doing, visit coo-boo.com. Email us and join in the conversation and ask the guys anything you want or let them help solve life's little problems with you. You can also leave your comments at podcast at coo-boo.com. Also, listen to us on YouTube and other good podcast streaming sites. If you like what we do, don't forget, like, subscribe, comment, and share. Until next time, Booby Coo.